Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. We start with recommending just taking a booking photo. Take a photo with whoever's together, smiling, looking good, add your business, add your experience, and like that's what's the most powerful memory for our customers if we empathize with what they want. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley. Hello and welcome to episode 172 of Tourpreneur. This is the podcast where we flatten the learning curve for tour operators and tour professionals around the world. Today we are joined on the show by Ryan O'Grady of Photoflow. And I asked him before he came on the show, what's your goal for this conversation today? And Ryan said, my passion, my belief is that every operator, every tourpreneur should capture memories for their customers and guests. And we're going to dig into that today. Ryan O'Grady, welcome to Tourpreneur. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And hopefully, hopefully I can get some information that really helps people. So Photoflow, for those don't know, is a memory marketing platform that simplifies and automates the distribution of photos and videos to all of your customers. Now, memory marketing is a term that I think I get, but I'm not entirely sure, and you wrote a fascinating piece on Adweek titled Memory Marketing Makes the Most of Customer Experiences. Giving people something to recall is the new common ground for brands and their audiences. So in your own words, what exactly is memory marketing? Yeah, well, it starts with, I think, you know, creating an experience, like a brand creating an experience that their customers actually want to remember. Right. So that they're, you know, and I think like, I guess where my mind goes there, and I don't know if this purely answers your question, but you know, there's a lot of, um, like very, um, uh, you know, reputable and established brands and businesses that are spending a lot of time and money into trying to create experiences for their customers that they naturally want to remember, you know, researching and, and understanding this and applying an incredible effort. And I think that like in the context of our industry, people aren't investing in an experience to leave with them. Memory, right? Our customers are investing. They have, they already have the expectation they're going to create a memory before they show up. And so, like, so I put it in terms of our industry, which I think we, we just have this incredible opportunity because our customers all want to remember our business. And when by helping people remember their experience with us, not only are they going to advocate for our business, but they're they're also more likely to return to our business too because of that connection between brand and memory. So I guess. You know, memory marketing is is just around helping, you know, helping embed our brand um, and and our story uh, within the memories of our customers. And how can we do that? 
Absolutely. So some some operators ask, particularly in our online community, which I urge everyone to join at torpreneur.com forward slash Facebook, um, what's the benefit of sending out photos to past guests? It's a lot of work. There's a lot of logistical stuff. Like, what's the benefit to me? I'm a, I'm a busy tourpreneur. What's the benefit? Well, it's really like, I guess like it's, it's first of all, dependent on your goals. And I'll use like a story of somebody that wasn't a photoful client, but kind of followed our recommendations around using photos in a campaign to pass customers. His name is Jill from Lucky Fish Scuba down in Key West. And um, I'm not sure what tool she did or, or used to perform this, but she included photo memories of her past customer and her goal was to generate reviews. So I think she had a goal and it was during the pandemic. And so, so she sent out photo memories to past customers, um, included like a video message from her and, and asked for like, you know, just if you had a good experience, we miss you. And, and, you know, we'd like, we'd like you to generate reviews on our behalf. Um, and so I think she like, she vastly out, outperformed her goal. Like I know that I think she had a goal to generate 50 reviews and in turn generated 80. So What's really special and I think meaningful when we engage with our past customers by instead of us as marketers creating content, uh, you know, curating content, trying to appeal to a wide demographic by helping people remember their experience at our business, um, we can really drive some meaningful outcomes. And I, I'm just going to extend, I'm just going to say a little bit more on that because I think what's most powerful, like that's something that Jill did. And I wanted to provide a tangible example with some really specific outcomes. But I think what's really most powerful for, for tour operators is the compounding nature for their business and what that means. So when we maintain an emotional connection between our past customers and our brand by, by helping them remember, by intentionally sending them their past photo memories, not only is that going to generate repeat business, like the data proves it, it's more engaging than any content we can create as marketers. Like, um, but then also people are going to continue to refer and advocate on that business long after the experience. We're seeing that months and years after. So it may seem like a lot of work, but in the context of how do we engage with our past customers in the best possible way and in the compounding nature as people continue to advocate our business year after year or years after their experience becoming greater brand advocates, um, you know, I think that um, like the two primary benefits are referral and repeat business. You're going to get more people refer and more people uh, return. What are some of the best practices you've seen there? Um, you, and you just mentioned the scuba tour. Who else are you seeing that's doing this really well? Yeah, um, there's a there's a number of different businesses. Uh, it just so happens another one that I think of is another scuba business. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but that leads on to a really cool point, Ryan. Because one of our so I asked some of our listeners, you know, here's photo um, photo flow memory marketing, what's your view? And another operator said they would pay for good photos from an adventure type of tour where it might not be easy to take your own photo, but not worth it from a bus or walking tour. So I'm not surprised that you were talking more about the adventure experience side of the business than a bus or walking tour. Yeah, well, that's an interesting point, but I think um, there's a couple of things that I, I think are important to note, which is... Um, uh, you know, I've I've yet to see in a business that shouldn't be intentionally providing this service. But the number one reason that um, people that are part of the experience that have a little bit of sense of, of what the experience is like are probably better positioned to capture a more meaningful moment than somebody that's just there for the first time. So whether that be your guides or your check-in staff, like these people understand the experience and how to capture a better photo. 
And quite frankly, like what we've seen is that the best performing photo is actually the easiest one to take. So just whoever booked together, like mom, dad, and two kids together, just smiling and looking good, even if you can only take one photo, um, like that actually photo performs better as far as customer advocacy and social consumption than like some action photo of people on the on the tour. So like I'll give you an example of uh, Trio 6, which is an adventure uh, zipline tour, but they only take one photo of people together with their equipment on like their harness standing in front of their logo at the beginning of the tour and see, like I would dad, so I can empathize with it. I've always had the photo. Like I'm like taking the photo of my wife and the two kids are trying to get a selfie and like, it just never yeah. looks good. My head's already big. I don't need it to look any bigger, you know, in a selfie. But um, so I think like naturally, even in walking tours and food tours or less adventure type activities, a lot of times they're already doing the work, aren't they? Like guests are saying like, here, take my, take my cell phone and take a photo because guests can't get that on their own. See, the, the, but the consequence there is that when, when they consume and share that photo, most often it doesn't include the brand or the business. Right. And so, and when they, when they're reminded of that photo by say Google or Facebook years later, it's to the exclusive benefit of Google or Facebook, isn't it? Because when they resend photo memories from the past it's to get, people love to share these things from the past, but once again, it's not including the brand. It's Facebook gaining more interactions within their platform to create more advertising power to their membership, right? Or their users. So. So when you intentionally do this, like, so, so, and what's amazing is that regardless of the type of activity, you're adding service and anytime that we can add service and enhance the experience. And like, I don't care what business you operate, like people are investing in your experience to leave with that memory. If they didn't get a photo of your walking tour or food tour, it's like, it didn't happen. You know? So when you apply effort to provide that service and you say to your customers, Hey, guess what? Um, today I'm going to be your personal paparazzi. You don't have to worry about taking your photos. I want you to enjoy this experience without that distraction. And I've already been on this tour a couple of times. I'm going to make sure you have a great photo to take home with you. How do you think that changes the relationship between the guide and the participants? So, and I should have said this. I know my wife went to another scuba tour probably because they were did really well, but Ride the Bind is a, it is a, um, uh, Ride the, sorry, Ride. Ride the Bind. Ride the bind. Okay. So ride the bind. It's a it's a beer cider and hard spirit tour. I think they have some cannabis tours now. I, I could be wrong in Canada, but they um, you know, low activity experience. And um I think what's allowed her to do is like not have to handle 10 different smartphones on every tour, add service, add relationship, create better memories, provide better content, embed the brand and then gain more meaningful outcomes for her business rather than passively letting customers do it that may or may not benefit her, you know? So, so something that comes to mind, first of all, I think you're absolutely spot on talking about memory marketing. I was trying to kind of picture this in my mind. And then, you, sure. then I did think about Facebook memories. I mean, in some ways I groan when I see, God, look how fit and slim I was 10 <laughs> years ago. But there's other photos. I'm like, oh yeah, you remember we, we went on that tour or we had that meal or we were in that place and, and it does conjure up the, these images. So I think that yeah. that aspect is very powerful. Um, within, within photo flow, is that something that you recommend that sending out photos on an anniversary of a trip or some kind of milestone? Is that something you advocate? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, um, um, once again, it depends on the goals. And so, um, like if reviews are really important to us, like we can, 
we can help people remember the experience or even add content to an album shortly after the experience. So maybe days or within the first week or so. Um, but I think that like one of the things that we've really learned, Shane, over, especially over the last year is, you know, I think like we don't want to dilute that emotional connection between the customer and the brand, right? Like, mm. so, so when we overuse photo memories, like we don't want to use them in like a cold marketing approach where it's like every month in our newsletter, it's like, hey, remember you were here. So I think you're right. Like when we intentionally send them around moments that are important to our customers, we're going to see like added value and perception of value around that messaging. So I think that like, but we believe that you can actually enhance the memory over time. So there's, I think there's ways that we can apply intent where, where we can actually, we can actually help people perceive that memory to be even more favorable than it was when they first received their photos. And I won't, I won't. I won't get into any specifics on that if you want, but like, yeah, anniversary. So whether it's the anniversary of their experience, whether it's like their birthday around Christmas, like these are opportunities where we can say, hey, we wanted to remind you of this special moment and say, thank you for being a customer. Um, and yeah, and it's really interesting. So like what you see is that people that, you know, advocated originally, like we, we can see the, the advocacy so we can actually measure brand advocates. So we curate and rank every customer based on who's advocated the most for the business, but you'll see those people advocate more and new advocates emerge when you actually remind people of their, their experiences from months and years past. And like, I'll give you some data. Like I think we sent out over 500,000 emails combined to our clients within the last two years. And on average, the open rates of the emails were 127% and click rates of over 25%. So how do you get over hundred percent on an email? You're probably wondering, everyone was open more than once. It was open more yeah, than yeah. a few times. So, yeah. So just wow. show is kind of like, so, and so what, once again, so it funnels into referral repeat. So by helping our customers remember their, that moment, their experience and that relationship to our brand, they're more likely to return, but then they'll continue to consume and share and refer. And actually what we're seeing, I think too, is that the longer time passes, it even becomes more valuable. Just like Facebook memories, when you log in, like a moment from 10 years ago brings even more, maybe that feeling of nostalgia, like than something that happened six months ago, right? So it actually gets more yeah. valuable over time. Yeah. Uh, Peter Syme, uh, a friend of the show who uh, runs a rafting business in Scotland, yeah. said that uh, uh, he would get between one to three million views a season of their photos and they encourage guests to post in social media. I was blown away by that. Yeah, uh, sure. Again, it's another ac adventure activity, right, where you knock got your phone out when you're on the raft. So I, I get it. But wow, I mean, and if it's got his brand on that and he said he encouraged guests to post on social, are you seeing any uh, any best practices on that and ways that operators can encourage past guests to share? I think it starts like, it, it brings my mind back to the start of the experience, right? I think that first of all, like any business that that adds service, like, and when we consider how important it is to the consumer, like, like I know, like as experiential operators and businesses, we apply so much effort to ensuring that we provide the best possible experience. But like, what's more important to your customers than than remembering it and having a photo or a video? Like we're even seeing some people pay for experience to get a photo of themselves and then conclude it. Like that's why yeah. I came to get a photo or video of myself doing this thing. So yeah, totally. So I think it starts there because if you like, and this is nothing to do with photo. Like, and I think that these lessons. Like, of course we have a tool to, to gain these outcomes, but like Peter does, like he has his own system. And so the point is, is when you add that service and you communicate that service is included free and part of what you do and part of what you 
the experience you want to provide, you're going to see a positive outcome in reviews and actually a better perception of the overall experience you provide, which creates better relationships between guides and guests, often leads to better tips. Um, so that's like the first best practice is really, you know, I think effectively communicating, like offering the service regardless of tool that you use, but effectively communicating that to the customers. And, and then what happens is regardless of the type of experience you have, you see more people just having better experiences, like not distracted, taking their own photo, just enjoying and immersing themselves. And then the one, like I said, like, I, I don't care what type of business that you, that, or experience you provide. I, I know we're very, we're varied in those, in the experiences that we provide within this, this, you know, this group. Um, I think we work with like 60 different niche types of. Are there any experiences that really surprised you? You're like, wow, they're taking photos and people are buying Oh uh, yeah. All kinds. Where- like, um, yeah. Uh, she's, yeah, like a lot of, I guess like we, we work with like a, a safari in Namibia. We are a walking tour in Bhutan. Um, you know, just ev- everything that you can imagine. So, um, yeah, but I, I wanted to answer one thing. I, it was maybe a run on response, but I think just taking one photo, like that's all you need to do. Like, and I think like actually it was Peter and I were having a discussion in Twitter Facebook group where you know, there are certain activities where he, he, he wasn't able to apply and capture memories for his customers. But we're seeing regardless of the type of activity you provide, the number one photo that people want that provides the highest perceived value and the best benefit for your brand is the simplest one to take. It's just mom, dad, two kids together, smiling, looking good. Like that's the photo that gets the most consumption. We've proven that with data. So like maybe it's only at your check-in that you can do that. But if you the one thing I, I want to say is just take one photo. If you can do nothing else, I don't care if you're a wine tour, a food tour, walking tour, <laughs> bike tour, anything, just take one photo of people together in the moment, smiling, looking good, and you're going to see significant benefit. Yeah. I, I'm laughing and smiling, Ryan, because in the other room, I think I've got at least three photographs of me and friends at the Grand Canyon, at the, you know, on the helicopter tour where they, where they drop sure. you down and you have a picnic. It's the same background, different guys, yeah, yeah. and I buy it every time. And it's like, because I know my photo is not going to, I'm not a very good photographer, and I know my photo is not going to do it justice. And, and I like that as a memory. Yeah, and I was, they're, they're in the other room. And, it's who you're with, yeah. right? Like, and we often forget that. Like, it's so many times that I speak to adventure operators, and I hear the same thing. We, oh, I, I need to, we have this perfect waterfall that's like, we've got to get it at the right angle with the right, you know, they're flying down the zip line and actually like we work with the venture operators, but we don't take action photos. Like that's, we start with recommending just taking a booking photo, take a photo with whoever's together, smiling, looking good, add your business, add your experience. And like, that's what's the most powerful memory for our customers. If we empathize with what they want, like that's really what's most important to them. So it's, um, and, but most beneficial. Yeah. You did write in your uh, Adweek article, and this resonates, um, the experience you provide doesn't necessarily need to be shaking hands with Oprah or tasting the world's most expensive chocolate. What seems to matter the most is whether those experiences are shared with others, adding an element of social pleasure. So if I just go back to the picture at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, that's about camaraderie. That's about celebrating that moment with really good friends that... They all live in Europe. I don't see them very often. And I look at that and I might even say, oh, I, I must drop, funny enough, his name is Ryan, the person I'm thinking of. I must drop Ryan in Belfast an email, so how he's doing, you know? So, yeah, but, there, yeah. but there are some people who say, um, so one of our listeners said, for instance, selling photos is tacky. 
I would prefer yeah. to pay more for the tour and have them included. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and that's why it's a different paradigm, right? Like for the most part, people thought of photos as products, right? Something that we can leverage, yeah. that we can generate it in, you know, incremental revenue for. But it's selling photos is the hardest part of a photo solution. You know, it's usually requires an on-site sales because it's an impulse buy. You know, where you want to sell it when the motion to buy is the highest, which requires viewing stations and retail staff. And, and then like it's a lot of people, somebody get, gave a great metaphor that was like, you're creating this experience, which is like you're climbing a mountain, you know, with your customers. And then right when they get to the peak is at the end of the experience, like you don't want to dilute that by or like yeah. ruin like that, that climatic moment by like, oh, you know, you know, we'd be happy to sell your memories to you for. Forty nine ninety five. So yeah, like you know, there is a there is a certain place. Like I think that businesses that I think the way that we look at it is if referral repeat business is more important to you than ancillary revenue, you should be giving away photos. If if yeah. if if marketing your business isn't important to you, like say you're the zipline in Niagara Falls and people just walk up and see you, you send people down, people show up. You don't, you know, maybe that's an opportunity where you can consider photos as product, but. Regardless of how good you are at selling photos, you exclude a certain percentage of people from getting their content. So even if you're converting at a super, like at 70% conversions of people buying photos, the 30% that aren't getting that content, you're actually missing more opportunity and benefit for your business. You know, so because, you know, because our customers are quite frankly, the, our most important media channel and uh, the, the audience that they're reaching uh, with their content, um, you know, are receiving the best possible message from our branding business, aren't they? You know, because it's authentic word of mouth. You hear a lot about Arrival on this podcast. It's the conference designed for entrepreneurs just like you. The Arrival conference features so many practical sessions to help operators with direct bookings, digital marketing, tour and experience design, business operations, and so much more. You'll also get to connect with great people from OTAs, technology companies, marketing experts, and get inspired to grow your business in the year ahead. What we love most about Arrival is seeing operators and entrepreneurs, large and small, meeting each other and building new friendships and partnerships, seeing them share their stories and their learnings. This is what makes Arrival so special. So why not join Shane and many other entrepreneurs in Las Vegas, October 10 to 13 at Arrival, the event where operators, attractions, and experienced creators learn, connect, and grow. Find out more at www.arrival.travel. Yeah, I like that you even write in the article about memory marketing should not be a ruthless market part of a ruthless marketing machinery and i think that's what we're used to we're used to getting that you come out of an attraction or experience hey buy the photograph and then you get the email buy the photograph and i think you're right that making it part of hey you know this this is your experience it was a pleasure to to share this with you yeah um and here's the here's the memory and i think that that is an effective way to market but again it's so so let me uh, there's a couple of questions i've got more on the practical side so i'm sold on it i, I can yeah. see the benefits of it but of course this all relies on someone at the experience so the tourpreneur or the guide being able to take a decent photo right yeah well yeah great question i think like i like what we've proven over time too is that um, and I come from a professional video production background. So I was in media production and creating profession. So like some of the things I'm saying are like in direct contrast to like, like right. to me being a professional videographer or producer of content. But 
Like people only really care. They only care how they perceived in the photo. Like that's, that's what drives, you know, perception of value and quality when it comes to the content we create for our customers is, is how they perceive themselves. They don't really care what camera it's taken with. They don't customers. They all, it's just, how do they look within that photo? How are, you know? And so, um, you know, and like I said, people like, it's not, this isn't something, some special knowledge. Just look at anybody's Facebook profile photo to look what content converts the best or people share the most. It's them looking their best. So like, so, so, you know, so I think just being intentional with the photos, like what we recommend is, is don't take candid photos. People don't look their best when they're like, like you, you want this perfect moment. I appreciate people want, you know, they're having a special connection with the nature or the food or something, but those photos just don't get consumed and shared. If we're, if we're looking at this as from a perspective that we want to meet our clients' actual expectations, what they want and what they, how they want to perceive themselves at our experience, it, we need to have intent. And that just means taking a photo where people know their, their photos being taken. And, and it could be with a smartphone. It can be with a, you know, point issue camera. It can be with any, it's just, and, it, and when we're taking those really simple intentional photos, um, I really, any smartphone that exists in production that anybody's using currently is going to be able to take, uh, uh, like an intentional photo of your customers and allow them to perceive themselves, um, in a way that is desirable to them, you know? So, so, as, so as part of your own marketing at PhotoFlow, have you ever thought of creating a YouTube channel for people like me who are really point and click with, I mean, you saw my reels at Arrival. I mean, <laughs> I'm not winning any awards, but you know, they were candid for sure. But it's like some kind of, I mean, I'm sure it's out there already, but for, let's say I'm a tour guide, I'm a tourpreneur. I want to take sure. photos, but I'm a little bit nervous. Would you consider creating, you know, even just like, like Chris Torres is doing, you know, five minute marketing videos, just something to say, okay, yeah. here are the basics you should have in place with your iPhone or your Android. Yeah, like we have, we actually have a free document to download like on our website, um, and it's around like how to because like I, I think the thing is, um, so it's photographer training guide, which is exactly that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that. I don't. Want, I didn't want this to turn into like a photo flow sale. Like I, I just want to give good knowledge and expertise, regardless of platform you use. I think the key thing is that you know, like start with one photo, like that's it. Just start with one photo. If you can do nothing else, I don't even care if you're an adventure activity or low impact, just that one photo, like you said, that's on your shelf. But I'd be interested to know if you remember any of the businesses that you went to. I should have asked you that at uh, the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I do. That's good. Maverick, that's good. Maverick, and Maverick, and I'll shout it. Maverick and Papillon and Sundance. <laughs> all three of them I've used. <laughs> that's, nice. that's that's great, right? That's what we want. That's the intent. Yeah. Just that one photo, and then people can remember our brand. How many years ago? Like how how long but ago? Do you know? Do you know the companies? I can't remember. It was two years ago. I went on a cruise in the Caribbean. We did three or four different experiences I, and brilliant experiences. I couldn't yeah. tell you the names of those because one, I booked it through the cruise company, but secondly, no photos came back, no sure. no contact. And that might be because of that. To be fair, that could be because of the cruise con uh, contract. But nonetheless, I, I you know we we had great experiences. I couldn't couldn't tell yeah. you which companies they are. So and that's the thing, like you know. Uh, but getting back to your previous question. If you're an adventure, like you only need one photo. See, when you're selling them, you have to take so many photos too, because you're often selling a package. But when you're yeah. adding it as service, when you're giving this to your customers, even just that one photo is enough. Like it really is. But then as, as you've established too, with the photos that you keep, but, um, but then like, yeah, if you want to take more, it's just around, like, it's the same thing. We recommend just, we call them booking photos. So you can take an individual photo 
a photo of whoever booked together or a group photo, which multiple bookings. The photos that get most consumed and share are booking photos. So just getting mom, dad, two kids at the start of the experience, often that's what we recommend too, because even if you're low impact, it might be really hot that day. You might be got caught in rain. You know, they might sweat through their shirt at some point or spill food on their shirt. Like, you know, so like getting them looking their best is is probably the best opportunity to do that is at the start of the activity. So just take one photo of people at the start of the activity, but then, yeah, of course, you can you can um, you can add in additional photo locations. But everyone should be intentional, and I, we would create recommend creating a routine around that because. Then you can, if you have, if you're bringing on guides, you have clear expectations for the guides. These are the spots that we stop for photos. And I know it seems mechanical in that way for us, but remember, we're not posting this content to our social channels. Our customers are posting this content to their personal social channels. So I get it. Again, I'm trying to put this for the perspective of the small to medium size sure. tour operators. So if I'm leading a walking tour of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. one of the places I absolutely want, well, two places I want a picture. Uh, one is with the Rocky statue. Yeah, sure. Right. And one is at the top of the steps. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so I guess it's like, they would be good places, right? If you're taking a Philly, well, I mean, I'm sure, and there's lots of other nice places in yeah. Philly, don't get me wrong. But personally, that's where I'd want the picture to show people, hey, look, I was at the top of the Rocky steps. Exactly. And so, that, actually, Alan from San Francisco Love Tours had a really good comment that we recorded and, and, um, um, he, he just nailed it. Like, I think he really, he has a lot of empathy for his customers and the content that he wants his customers to share. So he thought in terms of like profile photo, background photo, like, like what's the background photo that they're going to use on their Facebook profile account. Right. And I think like, even just like, yeah, just like, like you're saying, like, just what are those highlights of your tour and, and not your, you don't have to get some candid photo, some special moment, just, just getting people together with whoever they love and care about, whoever they're there with. Like, of course, what we also recommend is have as much fun as you can with that photo. So like Rocky, have people do the Rocky pose. And then what that does is actually, you know, get their hands off for it. But like, whatever, whatever you can do to animate the photo, that actually creates a better experience. And like, you can add experience because you're taking a photo. You can get people to do things and be silly or have fun because of the action of taking their photo around that. So like, it actually can create better relationships between guides and guests better experiences and then actually that content uh, actually gets more consumed and shared as well right so better uh, outcomes for a business so so really symbiotic there right because you're adding value and experience to the customers you're creating better relationships between your guides and guests and you're creating more meaningful content that's going to you know benefit your business as people advocate refer and and then often look back on that content in return because of it and I guess also like that, that example of putting everyone around the statue is if you just got your spouse or your friend take a picture of you by the statue, great. But also with memory marketing, we do sometimes we make friends on these tours. Yep. And we go, oh, I forgot about that couple from Germany. I must email them. I wonder how they're doing or whatever. You, you forget yeah, about sure. people. You get on with your holiday. So I guess having that, not just your group, but the actual whole tour group as well in that photo brings yeah. back memories. Yeah. And, and and that's what we, we typically recommend that at the end of the experience, right? Like one final photo with the entire tour. Like sometimes people may not get along on a tour as, yeah. you know, like, but... But, you know, obviously, if you're a guy, I'd like, uh, you know, we, we try to create as much routine as we can because then it creates the best possible content for our customers, clear expectations for for whether, you know, for our guides, um, if we say have guides, but then 
of course, like we want to have, we want to leave it to guides to create better experiences and see opportunities where they can. So like you said, if, if, you know, if everybody had a famous time together and they're a great group, of course, like get a photo of that. And typically that happens near the end, right? When we're concluding experience. So, yeah. When you look around tour operator, tourpreneur websites, um, what are some of the things that you think tourpreneurs do really well when it comes to photos of tours and experiences? And what things do you think that we do badly? Where can we improve? A lot of my thoughts are in when it comes to like, so I, like I, I create, so there's three categories of marketing media, right? Our own paid and earned, right? So a lot of people focus on owned and paid media, like creating content for, for the, you know, for our Facebook ads or our Google ad or, you know, a sponsored post on whatever social platform. And, or they think of creating content for their own media, which is like their websites, their own accounts that they control. A lot of my knowledge and expertise obviously falls within earning media benefit from our customers and what type of content that we should be capturing on their behalf to get better outcomes as people consume and share our brand and reach our target audience. I will say my background was in professional production. So like I understand creating good. But that's only. why I'm asking you, like yeah, when, when you so, look around different tour sites, like what do you think is, is like, okay, let me, let me ask it this way. What do you think many operators get wrong when they're taking photos of their experiences? Yeah. Too many candid photos, uh, too many photos, just way too many. Like, I, I think that that's the thing. Like it's quality over quantity. Like I, I see operators, like I'm going to talk in perspective of guests first, and I can share some insights around content for our brands that we that we could create and consume through the channels that we control. I'll start with the customer first. Like people are like, oh, just get as many photos as you can. Here, guide, here's a phone or camera. Go, good luck. Um, you know, take a bunch of photos of everybody. I want you to take a bunch of photos of everybody. See, like what's crazy is that people, when they look at a set of photos, they actually see the ones that they don't look good in before they see the ones that they do look good in. So you can actually dilute or decrease the perception of value around taking photos if if, ten, if eight out of 10 are bad, even though you may have gotten five great photos, they see that I get up 20 bad ones before they see the five good ones. So I, like the number one mistake I see is just people taking a huge volume thinking that, oh, if we get three or four good ones, people are going to be happy. No, uh, they're actually going to be displeased when they see a whole volume of photos that don't look good. So just being really intentional, taking photos that, you know, people know that their photo is being taken. So no really reduce catered photos and reduce the volume. But then when it comes to content, I, I'm a big believer that, you know, like our attention span is so short now, consumers, you know, so it needs to be short, it needs to be impactful. So, you know, um, you know, and, and the content that relates obviously to our target audience, like, you know, let's make sure that the photos on our website or in our social platforms represent our primary target uh, demographic, right? For, uh, for <laughs> for the people we're trying to reach and uh and then seasonality like of course if you can adjust the content based on season like if you're if you're an all season operator you don't want summer photos when it's winter and people are booking the winter experience so <laughs> video should be short and impactful though so uh, some some common stuff yeah. you see that on real estate sites it's summer and there is a picture of a house for sale it's got snow around it you know well that's been on the market for yeah. a while yeah, right? Great <laughs> like, what's yeah. wrong with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also i i wonder about uh, um for, you know, so for instance, if I'm going on a boat tour, I want to see a picture of the boat. I want to know what kind of boat yeah. I'm getting. It's not just the experience. I know I'm not just going to yeah, go out sure. and see dolphins or whales. Am, am I on some rickety old boat or is it, 
you know, a luxury liner, as it were, uh, a yacht. Um, and I remember back in the day when I worked at Booking.com on the hotel side, our data then suggested, right, and this is old, but it's quite amusing to bring up. We used to say to the hotels, our highest converting hotels include two photographs, one of the television in the room and one of the bathroom. And they would just look <laughs> at you as if you're mad. <laughs> but I think no. guest yeah. bookers are like, oh, that's a really old TV. What does that yeah. say about the hotel? Or you want to know you get a nice clean bathroom with a decent power shower or whatever it may be, or there's a tub in there. And, you know, so so sure. I think it's the same with experiences. It's, it's also like, you know, what are the important things for bookers? What are bookers looking for in the photos other than yeah, the experience? And activity? totally. I, one of the, I, I would recommend just for consistency around getting that content in the hands of our customers. Like say if you're, you know, if you do a bus tour or um, bike tour or something where there's equipment, <laughs> whatever, like if people want to see that, like what's the bike that I'm going to be using or what's the, you know, the van I'm going to be in. Like I would recommend like taking like nice photos and including those are stock images, right? Just like actually like booking like the hotel, like they include photos, like you said, like nice photos. And so you don't want to like, I would recommend not like having your cut, your guides or the tour guide taking those stock photos every time, right? Okay. Make sure to get another photo of the van today and another photo because it might not look that good that, that day or, you know, so, you know, so I think, I think if we, I think you're right, you need to think about, um, and if it's, for instance, if you're on a city tour and there's important, um, uh, monuments that you're seeing or artwork, um, you know, like take great, have those great photos already captured and include those as, uh, like as basically stock content within the album that includes the, the customer's photos from that day. And, uh, and then you're going to see better outcomes, obviously, as people consume and share that. But, you know, but, it, you know, like it's not bad either to like, to have, like, if there's something that's really important and you want to include that, that one, like the boat, like you said, or whatever it is, um, just be intentional about it again. You know, like we're going to take this one photo along with our guest photos. We're going to take it from this angle, you know, looking at this direction, you know, and just make sure that there's as much consistency as you can around that. Our friend Chris Torres over at the Torres Marketing Agency has just launched a series of five minute workshops designed to help you make small changes, but make big positive impacts in your tour business. Chris will cover such topics as email marketing, video creation, sales processes, review building, and much, much more. This free 10-week series will be available on his Digital Tourism Show Facebook group, YouTube channel, and all good podcasts. Just search The Digital Tourism Show for details. So I'm a tourpreneur listening in. I'm like, oh, I really got to up my game here. I don't really do the photo thing. I'm intrigued by memory marketing. How can PhotoFlow help me? Yeah, like like our goal is to increase referral repeat business. And I think we've done that over and over and over. And it's incredible because like our value is compounding. I think people to have thought about photos as products for so long. And we're really the first company. We're pioneers in understanding that that our customers are our most important media channel. You know, they reach our target audience with a better message than anything that we can create. You know, they're reaching like audiences, you know. And and they're reaching way broader audiences, bigger audiences that we can. So I guess when it comes to photo flow, I guess like we just build a platform around maximizing that opportunity, right? So like we have automation and remarketing to people with their own memories. 
You know, we actually measure advocacy and target top performing advocate. So we can so let actually me roll that back. Yeah. Let, let me roll that back a little. So let's say I've been out on my tour. I've taken. I've been out all day. I've had five tours. I've taken these pictures. What do I then do? What do I? I'm, I'm, so if I work with Photoflow, what? Do, how does that? How does that look? Right. So like I think where it starts for us is that that around consistency and simplicity. Like we integrate with pretty much every major reservation technology or waiver tech. So we pull booking tech right into a smartphone. So like say you're a guide, you can use your own smartphone. And you take a photo, it gets automatically uploaded and automatically delivered to the customer. So we remove all that manual work in like transferring photos, organizing them, storing them. Like it all goes away. Like, and I cannot stress this enough, like the simplicity. It's like you see the booking on your phone, you just select it, take a photo. That's it. Like all other work goes away. So I think that often, like, you know, I don't care if you, you know, I would encourage you, regardless of the tool or system that you use, to take photos of your customers and deliver them. Like, in print, foundationally, it's so beneficial for your business, like, regardless of what tool you use. But we significantly reduce time and effort. We make it way easier, way more automated, and then gain those benefits that I was talking about. You know? So, if I heard you right, you integrate with most of the booking platforms out there. So, Fair Harbor, yeah. ResD, Peak, et cetera. Yep. So, let's say someone is on my, on my tour, I'm using Peak. It's already connected, and I, I think it's beyond the remit of this podcast to go into that exactly. But I, the main thing is, as the guide, I take the photo, and it's connected yep. to their details, and then it gets sent out. Exactly. Yeah. So we pull the booking information right in the mobile app, and that's it. So like, it's basically two steps. You you see the names of the people that are just on your tour. You confirm these are the people on my tour today, and you take photos. Yeah. That's it. And then. The photos get automatically uploaded. We pull in the contact information. They get emailed and texted their photos. One of the great things when you're providing content and delivering them through text and email is the ability to get better contact information from our customers. I know like, for instance, like there's a reason why you don't get the emails from your OTA. They're very valuable. It's worth it for you to collect more emails. And like, I can tell you, there's yeah. no better way to get better email addresses uh. than my saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to take free photos today and I don't care what experience you provide. All of you can do this. I'm going to take free photos today where you like me to deliver those. We just need a good email. And it's like, you're going to get everybody's email and their, the email that they actually use, not their like fourth or fifth one now. <laughs> yeah. but they just, so what, um, what other services do you offer at Photoflow? So I get that, the integration, the photo grows off. What else do you offer to tourpreneurs? Yeah, yeah, like one of, it's just around simplicity and providing this content. I, and then all those, like our tool is meant to, to gain benefits and cust measurable customer advocacy and creating those emotional connections with the customers long-term. And it's all about automation once again. So we, we understand that, entrepreneurs, you know, um, they, it's a challenge, you know, like they don't have a lot of fun. So let's say I'm, I'm a tourpreneur. I've taken a photo of the group or, or starting off and I asked for the email address and I could just send an email to jane.smith at gmail.com. Why would I need photo flow? Yeah. So, well, great question. Thank you. So I guess, so the email is delivered. Um, let me just take you through that journey of what the customer would be. So so the customer receives a custom branded email from the actual, like it's a white labeled solution that includes a link to their photos. They can actually see themselves within that email and there's a call to action within that. When customers go to retrieve their photos, it goes to a white label. It's once again, white label. So they go to a custom branded web page, And then from there, they can share their photos socially and they can review the business. Um, so when they show, share their photos socially, we can actually see how many referrals your customers are generating on your behalf. Those referrals are actually driven back to your branded web page. 
um, where we have the opportunity to convert them for referral booking. Um, but then, and then we actually measured brand advocacy. So like I said, out of every single person that receives their photos, actually over 35% of people that receive their photos will become a trackable brand advocate. But then we can actually automatically target top performing advocates um, because they're proven to be more likely to refer and return. And then once again, we have all the automation and remarketing. So we have customers that have been with us for over eight years. We're still remembering, helping customers from eight years ago, remember their business. And you can see that as you, you actually build equity in folks. So as you deliver photos to new people and you get a, a larger uh, group of people that have already received their photos in the system, we continue to engage with all of them, generating referrals from people today, but also somebody that was there six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, and so on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. Now, now we're cooking. Now I'm getting it. Now I'm like, okay, now I, now I get the value yeah, of this. Yeah. Um, in terms of pricing, where, where does it start from? Yeah, $89 a month. So like we're, we're kind of like the first company to come up with subscription-based pricing for this service. And the reason for that, we wanted people to, to be able to easily budget for it. Like what is the, you know, so you know the exact cost and you know exactly what the cost is and exactly what you get. And, but if you consider it, like if you consider it a marketing spend, like I think, you know, we'll outperform any other spend on marketing. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm quite conf confident in that, whether it's pay-per-click advertising, whether you're hiring a social coordinator to curate content through your own channels. Regard whatever you're doing, if you want to reach a larger audience of your target market, you know, you know, quite frankly, your customers can do that better, better than really anything else. Any so, um, we measure that impact, and I think, yeah, on that, on that, on that, in that perspective, um, uh, I think we're we're really uh, cost effective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ryan, thank you for sharing tips with us today. Memory marketing is something, as I said, at the start of this call, I know very little about. I definitely feel a lot more educated and informed now. Good. And I do love that last point about email addresses. You're so right. It's, it's especially with OTAs. Like, you know, it's, yeah, I, I, I get it. Um, where can people find out more about your services and your offerings? Yeah, like obviously our website, right? Um, but connect with me on LinkedIn and, and connect with me directly. Like I... I'm really passionate about this, this topic. And obviously I believe in the power of, of capturing special moments for people. And regardless of what tool you use, we, we believe we're the best tool to do that, but we just think that everybody, like I, like you said, the start should do that. Um, and if you have any questions around that, like obviously, you know, go to our website, you can obviously fill in, um, you know, form there, but connect with me on LinkedIn and like reach out if you have any questions. You know whether or not you use Photoflow, I'm happy to engage with you, and and you'll see me on your entrepreneur Facebook group too. Like I, you know, it's a goal of mine to be active and and provide good content there that hopefully can help people. So, absolutely. So if you're listening today and there's a question that I haven't asked and you're shouting at me right now, Shane, ask him <laughs> such and such. Come and that happens. Uh, come do it on the Facebook group at entrepreneur.com forward slash Facebook. I have will add all the um, resources and links from today's episode at torpreneur.com forward slash 172. Thank you, Ryan. Hey, man. No, thank you so much for what you do. It's a, it's a real benefit to this audience. So congratulations on what you do. And yeah, keep it going, man. It's awesome. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.